Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What lies in the depths of an ancient body of water? What Scottish beast still sparks heated debates to this day? What would you do if you saw a long neck water giant? Today we test the believability of the Loch Ness Monster. Welcome to Believing the Bazaar, where we dive into the unknown and the unusual and tell you whether or not we find it believable. That is right. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode on this fine Tuesday summer month. Big time episode. The Scottish Beast. Yeah. Yeah. So when you said, what would you do if you saw it? Well, can I drown this one? Or is it like the Kelpies where they recommend... Not drowning the horse. I, th- I don't think you could drown a lot in this monster. Cause That's true. I think he breathes water. Joke's on me. He would... She. She? She. They? Definitely she. She She would drown me underwater. Yeah, she might eat your ass. I'd be like a, like one hors d'oeuvre on a platter of hors d'oeuvres. I feel like for her, she's so big. This episode has been voted in by our Patreons. That's right. Cool. Yeah, so on our Patreon, we have a quiz... And I got, I won the quiz. So Charlie had to put his, this topic or a topic up for debate. And our patrons chose the Loch Ness Monster. It's a big one. Huge one. Yeah. I did not see this coming. I thought this would not win. Well, you, you gave it a 33% chance when you put it in there. I guess that's true. That's, yep. You're right. But I was also excited to tackle it to see how I'd do this. So I've portioned this up. Into a couple sections. <laughs> into a well-balanced podcast. Yeah, it's got starches, it's meats. Uh, oh, you can leave me off the meat part. The vegetables. Lots of vegetables. I do want to say really quick, now we're back to recording in real time. And by that, I mean this is timely. It's relevant. So I will be getting to the the experience I had when I was on vacation and I was posting about it in our Instagram stories. I will get to that on the back end of this episode because I don't want to take away from any good nessiness some <laughs> nessiness all right that being said let's just uh let's dive into the lock the lock so loch ness is a large extremely deep body of water in the scottish highlands but not too deep no the, about the perfect measurements the perfect depth uh 788 feet deep 
or 240 meters for those people that are not Americans. Mm-hmm. Uh, They're out there. Yeah, there's a couple. But I did want to point that out. It's it's the depth is relevant because I think that's pretty deep. I don't know how big Lake Erie is. I know it's the shallowest of all the Great Lakes. And I'm just going because we're by, you know, we're in Northeast Ohio. I don't know how deep Lake Erie is com- in comparing that to... Like Loch Ness. Mm. I don't think it matters, though, because I, 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 it means nothing to me anyways. I'm not good at that type of spatial recognition or depth recognition. Like when you go to Cedar Point and they're like, it's 400 feet in the air at the top thrill. I'm like, it's high. It's high. Sometimes <laughs> how many it's heads mi- up is it? It's misty and it's, you can't see it, I guess. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Like, I have no way of like knowing. I know my parents have a pool and it's like four and a half or five <laughs> feet. And that's pretty good for me. <laughs> Like, I don't have to really worry about drowning unless something bad would have to happen for me to drown in that pool. Mm-hmm. Maybe Nessie feels that way about about 700 and Maybe. That's an interesting feet. idea. N- nobody's asked. I can't find her to ask. There are several, like, rivers and tributaries coming off of the Loch Ness, too, including the River Ness. The river? Is there a River Ness monster? Uh, it's just an eel. <laughs> well, that's actually... We'll get into that later. Okay. The, the Loch Ness Monster. Yeah, it carries, it's strapped. <laughs> so Loch Ness is actually, it's kind of long and thin. Like the actual, uh, like the actual lake, it's kind of like a knife. Oh. Like it's really long and thin. Not what I envisioned at all. No, I imagine like a, like a circle or an oval. Yeah. You know. Something like that, but no, no it's, it's kind of like a, a gorge. Hmm. Which is interesting. Man, let's do an episode on that. Let's just do an episode where we differentiate what a river is, what a gorge is, what a lake is, what a pond is. That sounds really exciting. It sounds riveting, honestly. If, if there's a way you could tie in history, I think you would jump on it. <laughs> oh, man. Believing the bodies of water. <laughs> They're all believable. No, we could do, is it man-made or was it naturally occurring? <laughs> and in Loch Ness, there are actually lots of caverns underneath like the the surrounding area oh, like, under, like tunnels yeah like kind underwater of like tunnels. tunnels some people think there are tunnels that even connect to the ocean oh which oh. is interesting ah like an escape route yes. or an entrance and we'll get into how that ties into nesting i'm just trying to give you like a layout of the lock before we get into the actual conversation about her underwater tunnels that end up leading up somewhere where you can breathe blows my mind me too. Have you ever seen those movies where it's like Journey to the Center of the World? Yes. And then they go underground and then they somehow come up and there's like a sky and stuff and different climate. Yeah. Like, how does that even work? I know. Yeah, that's insane. Like, how come the water doesn't fill up there? I, I This can't even be a tangent because I can't speak on it. It's okay. just mind blowing. So really quick, there is a house that sits on Loch Ness. Uh, it's called the Bullskin House. This was owned by Aleister Crowley. And Jimmy Page, the guitarist from Led Zeppelin. But Aleister Crowley is a very interesting occult figure from the past. He was also known as the most evil man alive ever. Really? Yeah. He actually did many occult kind of rituals in this house. Some people think that's what's kind of turned this this place that was already a place in Scottish folklore into like this portal. That seems like a completely different thing. You know what I mean? It's like when when two random happenstance things just happen to coincidentally be taking place at the same time. Yes, it does. Because I don't see how Nessie would be related to the ritual stuff, but that doesn't mean, like, they're not, like, they could both coexist 
separately. It's just ironic that, you know. Well, it depends if you think Nessie is spiritual or a physical being. I, in my life, have never considered her to be spiritual. I I have never really thought it would be possible for her to be physical. Just, you, you never thought she could be physical? Yeah, I always She's thought it would be a spiritual spirit. thing Just to a me. big old ghost whale dinosaur thing. <laughs> uh, or like a spirit of the lake. The spirit of the lake. That's kind of what I always thought. But we'll get more into that later. So maybe Aleister Crowley in his years that lived there from 1899 to 1913, maybe he opened this riff. And that's why more people are are starting to point out things they've seen in the lock. More so, people have been seeing other things other than Nessie. Uh, Kelpies. Oh. Kelpies are known to be over Loch Ness. Interesting. He's like doing all this ritual stuff. He's trying to get like Satan out. And then this huge <laughs> whale thing is like, hey, <laughs> what's going on? So now that's now that's kind of like the set setting. We have like the, the table set for the actual meal. The forks. Of Loch Ness. The, yeah, the salad knife. You don't have to need a salad knife. A knife, the salad fork, the other fork. A soup spoon. Soup spoon. Five-course meal here, Loch Ness. You did say it was going to be a well-balanced episode. I did. I did indeed. So I just want to say that I saw on I saw Monster Quest about, about the Loch Ness Monster, and this guy, he's an older man. He's an older man describing his experience when he saw the Loch Ness Monster in the 70s. This the guy, 1870s or the <laughs> 1770s? I think he was like 50 in the 70s. <laughs> he His name was... Uh, Robert uh, Rhyme, and he's got like 80-something patents on sonar technology. On sonar technology? Yeah. Wow. And he he's still into the Loch Ness Monster. In 2005, he did a sonar sweep of the bottom of yeah. the Loch Ness. Oh, that's, you see, this is exactly where I was going to go with this. Oh, you know what I'm talking about? I know, but this is, where I, this is what I was going to ask, so I'm glad you're, you're answering it without me asking. Okay, he did a sonar sweep of the bottom of Loch Ness, and he claims he found... The remains of something that might have been the Loch Ness Monster. Mm. And that was in 2005. There might be an explanation for that if there are multiples, right? Because people are still seeing this thing. Yeah. So people, people, this kind of feels like aliens to me. Like, I think it was, was it just, it was the last episode where I was saying like, how come in the earlier decades there were all these experiences and now when like, when's, what's the most recent Nessie sighting? Oh man, I know there's one from 2016. Really? I have a whole article in here. We can look at that, but there's there's a bunch of recent ones. I saw that fake one at that that lake that I posted in our Instagram stories, which was pretty cool. That you, when you were talking about the sonar, obviously, the, I don't think that was as, as much about sound. But did you hear about the the bloop? You know what I'm talking about? Um, yes, I do. It's called bloop, where they caught that like really really loud noise, and they had no idea what it was. I yes, think they said it was like in the middle of the ocean. Mm-hmm. Probably was just a tectonic plate. I think everything's just tectonic plates now. Could be an iceberg or something. Yeah, it's like, wait, <laughs> global warming. So I just wanted to point that out for Monster Quest. That guy is really invested. He's been doing a lot of research. And he's this. old. I think that was... He's, he's also very wealthy because of all his patents. So her legacy, Nessie was first seen or documented about in the 6th century, the year 569 by an Irish missionary who claimed to be attacked, St. Columbia. He was in the, the River Ness, and he claimed to be attacked by Nessie, basically. And then some people say he defeated it. Some people said he ran away, but... He defeated it with, what, his bare hands? Yeah, I don't know. A sword, I don't he know. He dated her and broke her heart, and that's how we know it was a girl. <laughs> I like that. In Scottish folklore, she's been around just in... Oh, she's been around. She's been around just in, in like people talking about her, just like, oh, okay. oh, there's a giant thing in the lake, you know. <laughs> 
giant thing in the lake. That's like a newspaper headline. Giant thing in the lake. Newspaper spins like Spider-Man. <laughs> You're all about it. Giant <laughs> monster whale thing. So what do people think Nessie actually is? So there, I have three theories about what Nessie actually is. Okay. One, Nessie is a dinosaur. That's the one I always kind of bought into. Like, if I were to believe this to be true, I think... And I haven't heard the other two yet. Um, I'm assuming you're going to go spiritual for one. But this is the one that made sense to me. It was just kind of like that species of dinosaur that just didn't go extinct. Yeah. Yeah. And that's weird. Is it? I think it's strange. Before we before I list them out, let's, let's talk about the dinosaur. So some people claim that the Lotanus monster is a descendant of the Plesiosaurus which is a dinosaur. It's got like four flaps. It's kind of cute. But if it's Are a you dinosaur... hitting on Nessie? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Christopher Columbus or whatever his name is, you're not going to be happy about that. I know, right? But yeah, that's that's what people say that she kind of looks like. Has anybody actually seen her bottom though? Like full <laughs> I feel, body? I feel like this is just uh, inappropriate. But I feel like what I've seen is always like the humps and her head or just her like long neck. Almost like a brachiosaurus. Obviously, that's not what's underneath. But under what circumstances, unless she's doing tricks out there like Shamu, do you see the entire thing? I saw one picture that the water was kind of, she was really high up and the water was kind of translucent. And you can kind of see a body around it. She was drifting off to sleep, got a little too close to shore. <laughs> she's like, wait, yeah. this is too knife shaped like a gorge. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. So they claim she's a plesiosaurus. So either. Either a small clan of these kinds of dinosaurs got trapped in the lock as it was being formed, mm-hmm. or they use these tunnels that go out to the ocean, and I think that they use Loch Ness as kind of like like salmon going to a breeding ground, and they have their like their calves there. Because there's a picture of uh, a Loch Ness monster with like a little one, like mm. a little calf. So it could be that there's like a small clan trapped in this lock, or they use these tunnels and go out and they live in the ocean, really. But sometimes they come back and breed. Now, I, I have a piece of evidence that was found this year in 2021. There was an egg found on another lake. Or what they what they think is an egg found on another lake. By, like, researchers or? They sent it off to a, a scientist. Not A researcher didn't find it. Yeah. But they sent it to, like, a scientist. And he had a great breakfast that day. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know what it was, but this is delicious. <laughs> It's a lot of protein. I know the, the well balanced. So, uh, how big was this thing? Did it say? It was like, no, they can't. They can't see, man. They can't. See I know. I know. Doing. I know. It was like, um, it looked like you're milking a cow. What were you doing there? <laughs> I'm just trying to think, like, hand size, like a fist. Yeah, it was like a Dude, fist size. It was big. No plesiosaurus is having an egg the size of a human fist. You don't think so? That's too tiny. Those things are big. Too tiny. That's unbelievable interesting i was but, thinking it was like a, an egg the size of like a subaru no 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 not that big no no no. but that kind of leads that idea that there's other monsters seen in other areas of the world in lakes and these tunnels are connected to the ocean right so it, it leads to this idea that this this lock is not the only place these monsters are being seen and breeding you know, you know, a not monster could have a, a fist size egg, right? That's true. You get some goose that's hopped up on McDonald's, feeling himself a little bit chunky, leaving a fist size egg there. Oh man, like a double yolk. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of diabetes there, a lot of cholesterol. But so, what? Like, what makes them think that that egg is of of like? I guess I'm not an egg expert. 
Um, so I don't know. But when they saw this and for them to take it and send it to a scientist, I wonder what about it made it seem like it was of unknown origin. That's what they said. So it, and it still hasn't hatched. No, they no still haven't it's only it. in April. What, how long do eggs take? I, I don't know. They, they sitting on it? A while? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know if incubation is the right way to do it. Maybe it would be like, I don't know, like fish eggs are kind of just leave them in the pouch, you know? Yeah, I wonder if they should have left it there and just kind of kept an eye on it. But know. you know how scientists and researchers be? They're all grabby. Mm-hmm. They are grabby. So now, okay, so... And th- so, I, I hate to take a, a couple steps back, but I didn't want to mess up your flow. So when the old man got the sonar on the bottom, yeah. nobody was like, let's investigate. They were like, that's interesting. We'll give you a patent for it. Bye. Like, was, did had did anybody try to see if that was... Like, the thing that he found on the bottom? Mm-hmm. The, uh, yeah. The the monster quest, they sent down, like, little... Oh, really? Provide, yeah. And what did they discern? It, I think it was a tree. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Not to be really... Anticlimactic? Yeah, it was a tree. Yeah. <laughs> they gave him a patent for the tree. They yeah. said, go to bed. Take some pills, go to bed. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the dinosaur theory. That's it, those are the only way it makes sense to me that Nessie could be a dinosaur and still be alive because it couldn't be one creature from the sixth century to now. Yeah, well, no, because that's I mean dinosaurs are millions and millions of years ago, and for it to be without breeding, I mean, like I know some tortoises live a long time and uh, parrots yeah, and but stuff, but no. not. So yeah, I think that's but but there's also there's a buy-in to it if you believe that they're leaving through the tunnels, the, but the it's like. Like, why would they come back? That seems a little weird, but there are animals that choose certain spots to, to, to breed. So. Right. So, like, just like salmon, they go from the, the ocean mm-hmm. to fresh water to breed. Yeah. And some sea turtles have, like, certain spots and penguins and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, I, it, I can see that one. I can see that one. Yeah. So, let's move on to the next one. What I always considered, Nessie, a spirit. Mm. I always thought Nessie was kind of like a spirit watching over the lock. I don't think I mentioned this. I mentioned, mentioned this earlier. The house where Alistair Crowley practices rituals and Jimmy Page burned down twice, one in 2015, one in 2019. That's interesting. Isn't that? Yeah. I wonder why. I, I don't know. I didn't see the cause. Like burned down and completely rebuilt, I wonder, or if it was just kind of like semi- Really bad damaged, it said. Yeah. So really badly damaged. Had to buy new curtains. <laughs> so Nessie as a, as a spirit- yeah. This is it's an interesting theory to me. So like I mentioned before, right? Kelpies have been around the lock forever. Kelpies have been reported in the forests and the rivers in the area and also the the lock itself. I think you need to draw me a map because we're talking about the lock. We're talking about the highlands mm-hmm. and all this stuff. Like it's just all this. It's basically the Shire to me. Like I have no, <laughs> no footing, no grounding, no barrens in this. I feel like I need you to draw me a map. I could I could show you on Google Maps if yeah. you want. Yeah, you just want me to hand draw it? Yes. It's not going to be good. With shading and detail <laughs> and Kelpies. Nessie is a spirit. So like, Kelpies are all around. And I think, so the idea that Nessie is a spirit is kind of like this like guardian creature of the, the lock. Making sure there's no like those plastic parts that used to be like the soda cans that you see a turtles. Yes, choking. exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, and okay, so maybe your Crowley's... Uh, rituals open this portal wider because Nessie really started to gain traction in the 30s. The ritual is just the Green New Deal. <laughs> <laughs> no litter lock. And from that, 
it was able to be seen more often because it was coming and going in an easier way. And that would explain why there's only one, why there's only one Lotness monster. It doesn't have to reproduce. It doesn't have to. Okay. Cause it's not of this. Yeah. It's just one I kind of you. eternal kind of being. That's like the scary, like if you think, you know how the scary movies, there's always like the first five minutes, the lead in is what they call it, where like something scary happens and it goes to the, the day and you figure out what the character is, but there's always normally a death. It's like somebody's just walking along the lock with a candy bar and then they take the wrapper and they throw it in the water and then kind of like the t-rex you just see the water like start getting disturbed and then the loch ness monster just comes up and starts punching the dude in the face. <laughs> like, there's no littering in my lock <laughs> with its flippers i'm the blah, spirit blah, blah. the spirit of this water <laughs> yes i like that idea All but right. that's the idea of nessie as a spirit just this thing that was able to take advantage of this portal with all this magic around it anyway. Do you think it has... Do you think it's the portal, though? Or do you think, like... Because the portal... The, when, what when, what year did the person live in the house and do the ritual stuff? 1899 to 1913. Well, that's, isn't that 1,300 years before its first appearance, though? I'm saying it was able to do it before that. It was just harder. And then after this, these rituals occurred, mm. it was easier. And that's why it was started to pick up traction in the late 1900s. Okay. Or I'm sorry, early 1900s. Or maybe gave it more energy or power. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but do you think it was just naturally the guardian of that lock? I do. Yeah. I think it was already there naturally. Do you think all water has a spirit? Most locks in the Highlands have some association with spirits, mostly Kelpies. Do you think my parents' pool has a spirit? Because if if they if it does, it hates insects because there's always dead insects in that pool unless it's offering. I think it, I think that's man-made. So okay, no, 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 probably. So this is number three. Is it aliens? No, it's oh. not aliens. There's no aliens in this episode. Mm-mm. The third is the most scientific explanation. I'll probably buy it then. Do you remember in the quiz we talked about the the fish that is most abundant to the Loch Ness? We did. Do you yeah. remember what it is? Eels. Eels. Yeah, this is... If you go to our Patreon, there's a quiz on this episode. <laughs> yes. The most abundant... One of the most abundant fish in Loch Ness are eels. In 2018, they did a DNA test of the lake, and they found... It was 100% that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's too easy. They found a lot of eel DNA. Yeah. Yeah, there is okay. no catfish. There's no sturgeon because those those fish are not native to that lake. Well, I'll just give away the quiz now. <laughs> I guess if you saying. already give the answer, it doesn't really matter. That's true. I'm just saying. But so those, wait, what did they test? The DNA of the lake, like things that lived in the lake. They mm. also couldn't find any shark DNA, like no uh, uh, sharks that can live in the freshwater too. Tiger shark? No. Where's the bee? Big shark? <laughs> Bully sharks. <laughs> They take your lunch money. Um, Bala sharks? Bull sharks. Bull. Yeah, they they couldn't find any shark DNA, no plesiosaurus DNA. Yeah, I, I used to have a bala shark, and because it was a bala, I named it Big Smoke. Shout out GTA San Andreas. But, but back to the, the sharks. Um, There was no sharks. Yeah, no sharks. So my point being here, so maybe the Loch Ness Monster is a giant eel. Yeah. yeah. Like a big eel. Like a big eel. And they said, the scientists that did this DNA test, there's no reason why this DNA that is linked to an eel couldn't be giant. Yeah, I I have a hard time, and I don't know the 
structure of a big eel. But when you see it like raising its head out of the water, can an eel do that? Yes. I, yeah, I believe it can, especially if it's giant. Yeah, I guess that's just a little bit of it, but but yeah, that's that's science explanation for the giant eel, botanist monster. But maybe it's some kind of eel that's evolved to look more like a plesiosaur. It could still have that DNA of an eel, but have the more of a characteristics of this plesiosaur type. Yeah, or four, it's just eels, and people mistake it from a distance as a big old beast. I could be that too. Has anybody found a huge eel that kind of fits with what they're talking about? Like a body of one? Mm-hmm. No. Okay. Mm, no. So I've got some eyewitness testimony here. Yes. This first one is from the best source, Reddit. Yes. I was on a boat when I saw it, and the sun was just setting. Turning the whole sky pink and orange, I saw it, but Lord knows it didn't see me. It was like an eel with a heaven alligator and the sharpest damn teeth. The whole thing glistened that nasty slime of a fish then just like that it was gone mm. and that's it that's really short sounds yeah. like something somebody would write in intro to fiction writing class but like they forgot the assignment and they're in the hall and there's still like five minutes left before the class before them <laughs> ends <laughs> like i'm gonna throw some like some like fancy not fancy but pretty words in there I'll talk about the sky to so really <laughs> set the scene man that's really really accurate description yeah, of that i've been there Oh man, I like that one. Um, let's let's move on to. I've got an article from the five <laughs> hundreds. No, the Daily Record, um, and the, it's like the eight most recent Loch Ness sightings. Oh, nice. I don't have pictures in the email, but I have pictures. If you want to see them before or after I read them, let me know. Yeah. So this first one, this first eyewitness, is fifty-eight-year-old Ian Brimman. And he was driving the Highlands, and he was searching for a red deer in 2016. What was he going to do to that red deer? He was going to take a picture of it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, has he heard of Google? <laughs> we could we could have helped him out. We could have sent him one. But instead of finding a red deer to take a picture of, he found what he claims to be the Loch Ness Monster. Kind of cooler. A little yeah. bit cooler. Oh, yeah, for sure. There was like a deer posing. So like, I'm over here. Yeah. Yeah, but he's like, no, I get that. Botanist monster. Yes. So I'm not going to do an insulting Scottish accent because I can't, yeah, I can't no. do it. I'm not, I, that's one of the ones I can't. No. I, so he said, this is the first time I've ever seen Nessie in the lock. I would be amazing if I was the first one to find her. I'm normally a bit of a skeptic when it comes to Nessie. I think it's just something for the tourist. But I'm starting to think that there's something out there. They mm. said they said I would be amazing? Yeah. I'd be fantastic if I was oh. the first one. I'd be so dope. A tour guide and an author, Ricky D. Phillips, saw and took a picture of what he described as a mysterious creature with a neck of four feet and a head, the size of a rugby ball. He was like, see, with a name like Ricky, this sounds like he's got a southern accent. <laughs> Ricky D. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it has a long neck, like four feet, and then like a rugby ball on top. Yeah, he's like, I definitely got a rugby ball. Yeah. Um, okay. He said, I looked up from my phone and saw a long, straight neck. All completely gray and a narrow face, which was only about 20 feet away. And as I turned, it disappeared. I looked down and I realized that it was in my picture. So I zoomed in and there it was. Actually, it looks like a giant bird or a peacock in the face with high ridges above its eyes with almost like a beak. And that's what, how he's describing what the face. What kind of rugby balls are they using? 
a narrow rugby ball with high cheekbones. Is I it guess a model so. rugby yeah, ball? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a model. It takes now, pictures. You know why I find this believable? Because dude was on his phone. <laughs> he was on his phone and they looked up and he saw it. That's like, that's so believable. Was he also driving? So you just showed me the photo from the last one because I was going to ask. Yeah. You showed me it. Mm-hmm. Because it was, I was thinking, I was like, wait a minute. So he thinks he sees this thing and then it's in his his phone, his camera. I'm like, did he not press the button? <laughs> it's grainy, but I will say, dude, look at it really quick on your phone. Mm-hmm. It has a shadow. Yeah. So this thing, whatever it is, it is protruding from the water. Like mm-hmm. that's not a log. Like if you look at the shadow underneath the head or what he's presuming to be the head, the way that the shadow comes off of it shows that this thing is sticking up and looking in that direction out of the water. So I, while it might not be true, I will say that that is at least some evidence to support that idea or that photo. And this last eyewitness, this is probably my favorite picture. Um, this is this one. David Elder believes that he got Nussie in 2013. So Elder from East Kilderbridge said, Out of the corner of my eye, I caught sight of a black area of the water about 15 feet long, which developed into kind of a bow wave. Water was definitely going over something solid making it a wave see this one i think could be more perspective like one could just be a wave in the shadow of a wave and the other one could be like a log or something i can see what it's supposed to be yeah but i think that one's a lot more flat i like that one though i like that one a lot so those are the eyewitnesses accounts like they're still happening yeah which is interesting because they haven't stopped them in 2005 or uh bob ryan thought that nessie died by the sonar guy but just a tree bob yeah right but let's end. Let's talk about the surgeon's photo. So the most famous evidence is the surgeon's photo. It was taken in 1934 by a well-respected genealogist on vacation from London, a man named Robert Wilson. However, some claim this is not the whole story. In 1933, the Daily Mail, the newspaper in London, was trying to get someone to get a picture of the Loch Ness Monster. They hired this guy, Marmaduke Weatherall. Yeah. <laughs> Marmaduke Weatherall, who used to be a big game hunter to get a picture of the Loch Ness Monster. He went up to the lock and he looked for about a month or so. And eventually he found a footprint of something. And he took a cast of it and sent it to the Smithsonian. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you know the story? No, okay. no, I'm intrigued. I w- I'm just trying to imagine me in my life telling my friends and family, posting a Facebook status, hey, going to search for the Loch Ness Monster for the next month. Don't try and reach out to me. <laughs> Be very busy. Well, like I said, he was a big game hunter and he used a hippopotamus foot that was an ashtray to make his cast. And the Smithsonian said they figured shit out where they're all. Oh, so it was clearly a fake. Yes. And the idea behind the surgeon's photo is that Weatherall got his stepson to make this device, a toy submarine attached with a dinosaur's head to float. So it looks like there's something sticking out of the water. Mm. And he took a picture of it near the shores. And the reason it's the surgeon's photo is because he got this guy, Robert Wilson, to play along because he quote unquote likes practical jokes, which I think is kind of flimsy personally. But... That's the idea behind the whole surgeon's photo is that this guy Weatherall was taking his revenge on making this practical joke. Right. His stepson, Christopher Sperling, came out a couple years ago, well, many years at this point, and said that it was a fake because he was the one that made it. 
Interesting. So you're pretty confident in the fact that the most famous photo is a fake. Yeah, I am. That's a bummer. It is. It really is. Or it's real and that guy is just pissed that he didn't find it, so he's trying to discredit it. That's another theory. <laughs> I don't know if I believe that theory. I just, you know. Yeah, but so that's that's the story behind the Sturgeon's photo. The <laughs> There's most a lot of egos. One. A lot of egos and big game hunting. Yeah, money is on the line with the Daily Mail too. So I don't know. I don't know. I I don't think I. I don't think I buy it. But now, well, on day twenty eight, and you got a family to feed, it's that hippopotamus leg starts looking real good. Yeah. Well, we we did see some other really interesting pictures. Yeah. From recently, but anyway, that's that's the Loch Ness monster in a nutshell. Would you like to discuss? Let's do it. So, Tyler, do you think the Loch Ness Monster is a dinosaur, a spirit, or an eel? Or fake, right? Or fake. Huh. How are we doing this believability scale, by the way? So, if you think the beast is is alive somehow through science, through genetics, through a past dinosaur or magic, then you think it's believable. But if okay. you don't think there's any way it could exist... It's unbelievable. I got you. I don't buy, and I, I know this is your favorite, I don't buy the spirit thing. Maybe it's, I didn't have, for you, obviously, this must have been something that just made sense from the get-go, because you, th- you thought that was the case before you even researched it. For me, I always thought it was just like an ancient dinosaur beast that just somehow survived over the years and is still around. So... That's the one that I'm latching on to the most. The eel one I could see, and maybe it was another creature that had, you know, that, that mated with an eel and then it created this thing. Or what they're seeing are just multiple eels. You know, the, the eel theory I think holds weight, but I think it holds weight if I were to believe this to be fake. I don't know if I believe there's this huge eel that is the Loch Ness monster. But I think if you are talking about how abundant eels are in the area and you think people in the right state of mind or maybe the wrong state of mind mistake it as a Loch Ness Monster, as something bigger than it is, that I would lean into. But I'm not going to worry about that right now because we're talking about specifically Loch Ness Monster, whether or not it's real. So for me, that leaves the dinosaur theory. And I like this one. I don't know how. I don't know how it survives so long unless, like you were saying, with the tunnels, it was mating. It leaves. It goes out in the ocean. It does this thing. I mean, the ocean is huge. Yeah. Like, space is hard to conceptualize. But even here on our home turf, Mother Earth, (laughs) I like that. Even here like oceans how deep they are how much is in out there like i don't know if it's true or not but there's they people put percentages out there and it's so minuscule of what we've actually searched of our own oceans you know what i mean i've heard it's like 20 percent. yeah like upper teens in percentages that's a lot there could be a lot out there a lot down there so is it that hard it, like it, it, don't have the frame of reference that there are dinosaurs this asteroid came and then just this one dinosaur happened to sneak by. This could have been something that was completely unaffected living at the depths of the ocean. That is just, there's not many of them. They're rare. They don't come up that often. And they just happen to somehow have some type of kinship or some reason to keep going back to this area. And maybe they haven't been there 
I mean, they could have been spotted there one time, never went back, but it got notoriety from that. You know what I mean? Like, they might not still be going back there. They might be extinct now. But if I'm going to believe in this and and I think and try and make sense of it, how it could be possible, I think it's an old dinosaur-like whale fish eel thing that went through the tunnels how big were the tunnels? They must have been big enough. Yeah, they're big enough. They're yeah. Imagine it getting stuck. Like, what if you oh, went? Gosh, dude, imagine a submarine going down there to investigate, and you just see this skeleton, this huge skeleton, in the tunnel. So obviously, the skeleton could go through, but with its flesh, like knowing that this Loch Ness monster was real. And it died because it got stuck in the sun. Really, really sad. Actually, heartbreaking. But also just like kind of like a mind-blowing discovery. Yeah, for sure. That's so sad. Uh, Before I give my rating. So obviously, I think you lean spirit, but you also did more research. You're you're well-versed in the Loch Ness rhymes. So lay it down on me. What are you you thinking? I actually, from the research, I think... If anything, it's what you just described. I think if anything, it's the dinosaur thing. I think that's the most logical explanation to what it could be. Mm-hmm. But I want to hear what you say. You uh, want <laughs> so, you, so you're going to throw out a ditto? Uh, yeah, pretty much, yeah. Like, I, I, I swayed myself from the spiritual. Yeah. I'm going to give it a viable. I, I don't think... If I thought it was still alive, still right now, you know, more evidence, I would go believable. I believe that it could have been. I believe... That this this ancient dinosaur-like creature could have found its way into Loch Ness and been spotted. I don't know if it's still around, but there's so much that hasn't been explored in the oceans that I, I don't think I could go. I'm somewhere between skeptical and viable. Let me put it that way. I'm not. I'm not unbelievable. I'm not there at believable. But I'm gonna stay positive about it. I'm gonna give it some credibility because it's a physical thing. It's you know. I'm gonna say viable. Yeah, I'll leave it at that for now. Okay. I'd like to see more consistency in actual evidence. I think you could find, if it was like a birthing ground, you could find remnants of that, uh, remnants of like shells and eggs or whatever. Or even if there were multiple of them, you could find more remains. So I think with that, I'm going to go with skeptical. That's totally fair. And like I said, I'm not going believable because I don't know if necessarily it's around now or... I'm just saying the possibility that at least one time some prehistoric dinosaur-like fish thing that was seen there, I can buy into that. So we got a believe, we got a viable, we got a skeptical Loch Ness monster. Before we get to the thank yous and blah 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 blah, blah I want to talk about my experience because last week's episode was pre-recorded, so I didn't get a chance to talk about it. And I posted about it that night on our Instagram stories when it happened. So th- those of you that follow us on Instagram, you know what I'm talking about. And I called Charlie like immediately after it happened. So I was going for a walk on my vacation and I saw these blinking lights over the ocean. And, and I was just like, oh, there's a lot of planes. And that was that for that night. So then the next night we were playing games. Uh, I think it was like Jackbox or Jack TV. Jack, oh, Jackbox. Jack, yeah. Jack TV. We were yeah. playing Drawful. Love mm-hmm. Drawful. We had it hooked up to the, the TV. Everybody can play. You know, it's fun. It's not super, super, it's not super competitive. Good time. So we're done with the game. And it was like, I, I told Claire, I was like, hey, you know, 
there were a lot of stars last night before we lock up and everything. Let's go. I want to go see if there's any stars out there. So we go outside and those blinking lights are over the ocean again. I'm like, oh, look, there's, I told you about those those planes. Here they are. And the first thing is we noticed that the pathways, the path of the blinking lights was strange. They like stopped going the same direction. Like you'd follow a blinking light across the stick, the sky and it'd be going from left to right. And then the next thing you know, it starts going right to left. So that was like one of the first strange things. And then they started lighting up really, really bright red, like super bright red. And I, and it like went in like a circular motion, like the first bright red light went around in like a circle and then it disappeared. And then like two inches in the sky, like from my perspective, two inches, I don't know how far in real life, but from my perspective, two inches, there was another super, super bright red light and then it faded out. And then another two inches away, there's a super bright red light that then separated into three singular red lights. And that went out. And I just was there. I remember my mouth was literally hanging open because it was literally just like, let's walk outside, look at the stars. We were out there for like five minutes. So out of the whole day, the whole night, we just happened to go out there for the five minutes that this happened. And I was just like, what? in the world so i'm looking around i got my phone out obviously it doesn't happen again i look around there were fireworks way on one end of the island that we were at but they were really small they were white and it wouldn't have got over where i was at in the ocean and it was so far out so the only logical explanation i have that is like i was thinking drones maybe but i don't know what on a drone like okay two logical things one maybe a drone but I don't know how it got that bright red light. Two, we did see like uh, like military jets and during the day. Mm-hmm. And maybe those were flares. Maybe they were doing something with flares. But at the same time, I don't know how a military jet... I don't think they were the ones that were blinking like that. And I don't think that they would change direction. And somebody suggested that it was like those Starlink things that people were seeing on the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. But it wasn't like a perfect chain of lights. Like it wasn't like perfectly like one light space, one light space, one light space, one and then in like a row. So I looked up that video and it was cool, really cool, the Starlink, but it wasn't that. But it's crazy. You, you won't see the red lights, but if you go to YouTube and you search like Holden Beach, North Carolina UFOs, you can actually see the blinking lights that I saw, which is really cool. In the video, they don't they don't light up. And and I honestly, I think if you're just walking around, and you see those lights, you're just like, oh, they're, they're planes. But that is what I saw that turned into the red lights, which is pretty cool. That is very neat. So, no, I called you immediately. I was freaking out. It was just, and I did see the rocket launch. So I was already in that mindset of like seeing cool things in the sky. But I really was just like, let's just look at some stars. But when I saw it, like the circular motion is a red flag. And it's just, I don't know... Even if it's a military or a drone, what could have made those super, super bright red lights in the sky? And and the fact it's separated from one thing into three. Yeah. That sounds kind of like I'm imagining reading this story and I'm like, okay, there's some tell, you know, some telling signs that lead to aliens, you know, Mm -hmm. but I'm not saying it is, but I'm saying it was crazy and my, and my literally mouth was like open. I was like, what, like, what did we just see in these? three minutes we came outside but i appreciate everybody who isn't getting engaged with that a lot of people sent ideas a lot of people thought military and government totally could be 
But absolutely, I think it definitely could be government. Oh yeah. So I appreciate everybody's feedback on that. I was, I wasn't doing it to try and like, oh, this will get some Instagram. Engagement. <laughs> I, was just, I was literally like, not freaking out, but it's when you get so excited about something, yeah, you can't keep it in. And Claire was like, I'm going to bed. That was cool, but I'm going to bed. And I called <laughs> you and I was like, I got to get this out there. And you guys are the perfect, the perfect community to talk about it with. So I appreciate yes. everybody getting back, but uh, I'll, I'll, I'll let you get to your, your closing comments now. Okay. But yeah, that's, that's a fun story that Tyler experienced. Thank you again for listening to the Loch Ness Monster episode. Not one of my favorite cryptids. I think it's just so tried. Like yeah, done. yeah, it's it's yeah, it's everyone knows it's a lot the of road. Monster. It's the road most traveled. It's like the big three: Sasquatch, Loch Ness monster, and Mothman. Yeah, our Patreon pretty much put a gun to your head and said, "Yeah, do they it. did." Do and it. uh well, I'm glad I did it because it came out really interesting. Through that um, word, I know it came out really good though. I I like I liked exploring the options of what it could be. Yeah, Scottish folklore again. It was gonna be an episode one day or another. We gotta get out of Scotland though. Yeah. I haven't seen this pattern. Like, man, you say like we go there all the time. I, <laughs> we got two episodes there. The Kelpies, now the Loch Ness Monster, and the Wraith. That's well, not that in was, Scotland. That was Colorado. But still, it's a Scottish thing. I'm just yeah, like, it was Colorado. All right. Maybe I'm stretching. But anyway. We talked about it. It was spoken about on that episode. So I could see how it, you know, it's in the airwaves. But now Nessie has been uh, explored. Yes. And hey. If you want to have control of upcoming topics and you want to vote on things and you want bonus content, head over to our Patreon. We had a couple of tiers, three to be exact. We have the abducted, we have bizarros, and we have the dedicated tiers. So if you want some bonus content, you want to be able to have some control on the podcast and pick up some cool extra merch, head over to patreon.com, search Blaguing and Bizarre, and see if there's anything that you like. And we would appreciate it. And we're excited to keep putting out this bonus content. And if you're not, always gonna have free episodes always and if you like what you hear first time you listen that's great thank you for joining us and if you don't mind could you please leave a review and five stars yep unless you listen on spotify then just keep listening on spotify subscribe but we appreciate you but so thank you for listening as always i'm tyler and i'm charlie and catch us next week on believing the bizarre a podcast as bizarre as you are